Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Arisha, one of the best things about working in podcasting is that we don't really have to worry about how we look for the most mm-hmm. part. Like, we can just show up however the hell we want. For now, dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> um, and while we don't really have to worry about being publicly body shamed yet, uh, <laughs> that is not the case with Priyanka Chopra. Mm. She's the latest celebrity to come forward after hearing some hurtful comments about her appearance. Yeah, and even though Priyanka is staying very tight-lipped about who was the one who made the comments, mm-hmm. the online salutes are like, that's okay, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. And many think that they've found the source, who happens to be a bit of a celebrity in his own right. Yeah, this story goes deep. Just like Hollywood, baby. Yeah. From Wondery, <laughs> I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Tuesday, March 21st. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. So I think it's safe to say that no one likes people criticizing their appearance. Uh, Yep. Safe to say, for sure. (laughs) Safe to say. And that, of course, includes Priyanka Chopra. During a talk that she was giving at the South by Southwest Film Festival earlier this month, she told the audience that she ended up in tears Mm. after she was told she wasn't sample-sized. Yeah. So Priyanka was on stage having a conversation with Jennifer Salke, who's head of Amazon Studios, Mm, our our boss. boss. Mm Um, And during the Q&A after their discussion, an audience member asked Priyanka if she had any advice for other women who are trying to bounce back after being rejected and knocked down. Mm. Unfortunately, we've all been there at some point in our lives. Not me. Good advice to seek. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Priyanka responded by saying that she's been told many things that are difficult to hear and that the pressure of her job is often so intense, but she feels like she can't show the chinks in her armor. Like, I can't arrive here with, like, feeling crappy because somebody told me 
you know, yesterday that I was in sample size. I, I was hurt and I cried to my husband and my, my team and I felt really bad about the fact that I'm not sample size is a problem, apparently. And most of us are not, and sample size is size too. So Priyanka did not tell the audience who it was specifically that said she wasn't sample sized, but that, of course, like you said, did not stop people online Mm -hmm. from trying to Mm -hmm. guess. And the night before she headed to South by Southwest, Priyanka attended the South Asian Excellence event at the Oscars, where she was dressed by her longtime stylist, La Roach. And a lot of people are now thinking it was probably him who made the comment. Mm -hmm. But in a new interview that was released yesterday on the Cuts podcast, La Roach actually addressed Priyanka's claims. Yeah, so in this interview, Law talks about the, quote, gatekeepers who work with his celebrity clients. Mm -hmm. So these are people he describes as the person that's in between you and the client who's in charge of all the scheduling. Uh So basically people we don't have and we should probably get. No, that's not true. We have, there's like 4,000 gatekeepers between us and God knows what. No, but I'm saying we don't have anybody that's like, I'm always like, I need an assistant. I need somebody to just schedule my life because I can't do it. Um, But when La Roach was asked about Priyanka's comment about being sample sized, he says he thinks it's her gatekeepers who twisted his words around, Mm. which is interesting because it almost seems to confirm that this is who she was talking about. I know, exactly. So, That's what I was kind of thinking, like... Yeah, confirming without <laughs> confirming. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also adds that he feels her team was being really disrespectful to him. So for me to read that and just to feel like I was thrown under the bus in a way was a bit hurtful for me. But also, I did have a conversation about clothes with one of her gatekeepers. And I was very honest about you know, what I was and wasn't going to do. And so I don't know how that was articulated to her or how they took it back to her. But to say that, I guess she's talking about me and said that she was sample size. I'm like, but you never have been. And and that has never been a problem for me. I feel like, you know, we are not on this level, of course. (laughs) But it is interesting because you are getting information from like, how many times have we heard like, well, we have to check with someone else or we have to do this, we have to do that or so-and-so said this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's confusing. And honestly, it always leads to miscommunication, I've found. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because I feel like gatekeepers becomes like the catch-all for Mm -hmm. explaining when things go awry. Like, (laughs) for some reason, I keep thinking about Ellen DeGeneres and, like, all the stuff that was going on at her show. And she was like, I had no idea about any of it. Like, I'm not the one that handled this stuff. Mm -hmm. If I had known, I never would have let it happen. So it's kind of like I feel like, as I always say, the truth is somewhere in the middle where it's like, Mm -hmm. you don't know, but at the end of the day, you are employing these people. Right. So there's a responsibility where it's like, and I'm not saying that they don't, withhold things or they don't wait or they they're not like oh we have to go through this weird hierarchy Mm -hmm. but sometimes it becomes so murky where it's like okay who's speaking for whom (laughs) and is it actually reflective of what they actually want what's important to them what they're seeking right right yeah it's a lot um and during this interview when law was asked if he thinks priyanka's agents are trying to make him look bad He said he thinks they're trying to make him look like the bad guy because he's the one dealing with the clothes and the body. Mm -hmm. And he also pointed out that his job puts him in a tricky position because he needs to be the one telling his clients to be careful because with certain looks, they might come off looking, and these are his words, a little thicker than they used to be. 
Mm. And to that, I say, why is that a bad thing? It's one of those things where it's like, I think the fact that sample size is a size two is a fact, and that's problematic, and that's something that Hollywood should be dealing with. That's what I was going to say. But also, there's just this like visceral reaction to not looking big in this industry. Well, of course. And I feel like, I get it, like there seems to be this like fear, especially for Hollywood celebrities, of looking a certain way or being perceived Mm -hmm. to look a certain way. And a lot of that is perpetuated by the media. Mm -hmm. How many times have we seen headlines where somebody's like, oh, are they pregnant? And it's like, no, but I ate a bagel. (laughs) So it's like, but it just becomes this, like to have to say to somebody, be careful, you're going to look a little thicker than you're used to is like, it's problematic that you even have to say that. Oh, I agree. So I'm just like, the size two thing is kind of, I mean, I obviously not a size two. And it sucks that we live in a world where that would result in being upset. Yeah. Like, it's we, why can't we live in a world where it's like, yeah, I know I'm not a size two. Of course I'm not. I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah. Nobody, not everyone is in a size two. Everyone is different sizes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems, it sucks that we're in a world where that elicits that kind of reaction. Yeah, well, I 100% agree. I mean, that's... <laughs> That is one of the worst things about showbiz and the world as a whole. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so obviously we have no idea who said what here. Like, <laughs> you know, like Arisha loves to say, <laughs> truth is somewhere in the middle. She reminds us once a week, at least. At least. At least. Um, but what is for certain is that La Roche has had enough. And mm-hmm. a few days after Priyanka's talk at South by Southwest, he actually announced on Instagram that he was done being a stylist. Yeah, so on March 14th, in a post that has been deleted, he wrote a caption underneath a picture that just said, retired. Mm -hmm. He also wrote, my cup is empty. And he went on to explain his decision to leave the styling world by writing, if this business was just about the clothes, I would do it for the rest of my life. But then he said, the politics, the lies, and false narratives finally got me. You win, I'm out. Mm. Which I, when this first came out, did you see all the posts about Fashion Week and him trying to find a seat next to Zendaya? I didn't see anything about him trying to find a seat next to her. No. Where he like walked it because she was like sitting next to Emma Stone. Uh-huh. And he like, if you watch the video, it's very interesting to watch. And put through this context, people were like, well, it's because Zendaya was like, sit behind me. And he was like, that's it. I'm done. What? Which, yeah. There's no way. Yeah, people were like, this is the final straw when this first came out and then the Priyanka stuff came out. (laughs) But I was like, that would be one hell of a reason to leave. Like, I'm not sitting front row at a fashion show. I'm out. That's it. I know. Well, you know, we almost left the Ambies when we had to sit over on the side for the whole time. And we should have. So I get it. I get it. Could have done a lot in that time of not winning. (laughs) Um, But in Law's post, he also thanked everyone who supported his career over the years. He said, every person that trusted me with their image, I'm so grateful for you all. Obviously, you know, regardless of who said what and in what context, like we said, it's not surprising to hear comments like this. Like, Mm -hmm. the entertainment industry is full of bullshit like this. Yeah. So even though you already gave a 10-minute presentation about sample sizes, (laughs) do you have any other takeaways (laughs) from this story? Yeah. I mean, I've got a whole TED Talk if we've got the time. Um, I will say, kind of going back... (laughs) to, like, her handlers. Well, not handlers, whatever they're called. Her team. Gatekeepers, yeah. Gatekeepers. I do wonder, like, it's like a game of telephone. I know. I would love to have seen this play out in real time just to see what 
words got garbled. If words even got garbled, maybe they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the entertainment industry has a lot of problems, and I think this is one of their biggest ones. Yeah. Well, you know, going back to what you were actually saying, I think, like, let's say that La Roche or whoever was like, Priyanka's not sample-sized. Yeah. That's just a statement of fact. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, like the real issue here, like you said, is that sample size is a two. Yeah. Yeah. Not that someone said it. Yeah. So it's like... Like if someone was like, Arisha likes milk, I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Arisha doesn't like Miller Lite. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, these, it's just stating facts. And the problem is yeah. that a sample size is a two. Right. And then that gets turned into like, oh, well, they think I'm... Yeah too big or whatever and it's yeah. like well the problem is the fashion industry for sure let's start there well and you know i remember i've seen this story many times when it comes to celebrities who are not sample size and mm-hmm. are more plus size or even not really even plus size they're just average sized women yeah and they can't find dresses i know and i feel like that's when that's when i really started liking christian siriano Mm, mm-hmm. Because he, I think it was Leslie Jones, mm. who we talked to over on Even the Rich, available yeah, wherever you get podcast. podcasts. And she like couldn't find somebody to dress her and he right. dressed her. And it's right. just like, I mean, it's ridiculous that that's still happening I know. in this day and age. I know. And I, I think we are moving away from it, thankfully. Yeah. But stories like this are just like so ridiculous to me. It's like, why is two a sample size? Yeah. Like, samples, it's like when I'm sampling something, I want a variety of choices. Like, if I'm sampling (laughs) cookies, I don't want just chocolate chip. I want peanut butter. I want butter cookies. I want sugar cookies. I want the whole gamut, you know? What the hell is a butter cookie? I don't know. It makes me think of butter cake, which is so good. Butter cake is good. Uh Let's end there. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Zimmerman. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidubs. We love connecting with you. Hey, this is Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier Podcast, where twice a week I speak to meditation teachers, top research scientists, and even the odd celebrity about how to do life better. And on a recent episode, I spoke to the huge global pop star Dua Lipa about how she does her own life. What are the non-negotiable practices and principles for her? Those are just like life things that I like to live by. Uh, Never do the same job twice and never leave today's thing for tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are really important things. The episode is uh, incredible and actually quite practical, especially when it comes to creativity. Is it true that in typical overachiever fashion, you wrote 97 songs for this record? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I wrote 97 songs. We wrote a lot of songs, but not all of them are good. You know, that's the other thing. Like, I have to write myself into a good idea. To listen to this episode and more, follow 10% Happier on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to 10% Happier early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.